0: The ascension of Jesus into heaven can be one of those passages uh, which we find difficult to understand. And uh, John's sort of preamble uh, this morning uh, in the all-age slot about this was, was a wonderful illustration. Sort of what is happening? Um, what is going on? Uh, how is that happening? Um, and the ascension is just one of those events, isn't it, in the Bible? That is, it's difficult to get our heads and our hearts around And, of course, there are many dramatic events in Scripture which seem to go beyond yours and my human understanding. And on this coming Thursday, Thursday to come in a few days' time, the Church will celebrate the miracle of the ascension of Jesus, the miracle of the ascension of Jesus. And so I'm just going to spend a few moments helping us reflect on what does it mean for you and for me that Jesus was carried Up into heaven. What does it mean for us that he was lifted up into heaven? It actually says here, taken up. I've always sort of wondered, you know, does it literally actually mean taken up? Um, What actually is the ascension? Is heaven always up? Um, But we have up definitely here. And scripture says up in this section in Luke What does it mean that Jesus was carried up into heaven? Well, when you and I make a commitment, when anyone makes a commitment to follow Jesus Christ as Lord of our lives, as Saviour in our lives, we are taking a step of faith. Because with God, there is so much that is beyond our understanding, not just the ascension, as I alluded to, loads of other things. With God, there's so much that is beyond our understanding because you and I are not God. And when we take that step to follow Jesus Christ as Lord of our lives, we trust in God, don't we? We trust in Jesus. We trust in God's word and his power and his majesty and his love and his grace. For all those things that we don't understand, but we accept and we trust. I have been battling this week with technology. Well, actually, I battle every week with technology, if I'm honest about it. Um, But particularly... Uh, yesterday I was battling it with the, the, the joy of, of automatic check-in with Qatar Airlines for the flight I'm Dan Nathaniel and I are going um, uh, to take to Uganda later on today. So I promise this won't be a long one. So we, so we don't miss it. I, I always battle with technology. I always find it really hard to understand. And I don't think I'll ever have the brain that will have the capacity to understand all the algorithms and the processes of how it works. But it does work. I don't even understand most of what happens on my mobile phone, let alone a computer. But generally, I accept it. I accept that there is a, a logic, there's a direction, there's a purpose in it, that there is a working in it. Just as I accept creation, just think about the stars... And space, or the galaxies. I think our own galaxy is meant to have somewhere between 100 and 400 billion stars. 100 and 400 billion stars. I struggle to understand this. I do, though, believe what the scientists tell us. And I trust in their wisdom and expertise. So, if you and I can trust in things like that, whatever it might be in our lives, if we can trust in the wisdom and knowledge generally of technology experts and of scientists, etc., how much more can you and I trust in the power and the miraculous witness of God and Jesus Christ when it comes to something as mysterious as the miracle of the ascension? Jesus ascending into heaven is another miracle. On top of all those other miracles that we, we read about in Holy Scripture... We can believe in it, even though we may not understand it. So here we have another miraculous appearing of the risen Lord Jesus Christ to the disciples. If you read back a few verses, you will see earlier on from verse 36, Jesus appears to his disciples then and he stood before them and he said, Peace be with you. And at that point in scripture, uh, it says that they were startled and they were frightened, thinking that they'd seen a ghost. They hadn't seen the risen Jesus yet. So they'd had that surprise. They'd been through that and that initial conversation. And now we have another miraculous appearing of the risen Lord Jesus Christ, to the disciples, when they were gathered again. And with their continued and understandable surprise and wonder. It is a miracle on top of miracle on top of miracle. Wonder on top of wonder. What's that song from, is it Topol in in, um, Fiddler on the Roof? Wonder of wonder, miracle of miracles. What a lovely, joyful song that is. But scripture is just full of that, isn't it? Wonder of wonders, miracle of miracles, on top of layer and layer and layer of the wonder and majesty and miraculous nature of God. And here we have it again, just piling on top for those disciples. So, what does it mean for us today, this miracle of the ascension? What does it mean that Jesus ascended into heaven? Well, firstly, we have a demonstration again of god 's power. John mentioned this in his all age talk this morning. We have a demonstration here of holy power. God showed His almighty power again in the ascension of Jesus into heaven. As Paul says in Ephesians, that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. What does this mean? It means... That Jesus is the authority in our world. Jesus Christ is more powerful than anything and anyone. Because he has demonstrated that and shown it and lived it and ascended and sits at the right hand of the very throne of God. I was just mentioning before this service, in prayer time or something, I can't remember, I was shocked to read the, 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 the petty evil and cruelty of the bombing of the city from whence the Eurovision Song Contest singers in Ukraine came last night as they were singing their song. How can the corruption of the world be so distorted that someone in their pettiness says, I'm going to chuck a bomb at a place just when they're singing a song, just to make a point How easy it is for us when we think about things like that to despair sometimes at the corrupt abuse of the world by power we see wrongly exerted and put out there. But be encouraged and have hope because they do not have ultimate authority. Our ascended Lord has all authority. He holds us in his hands. And I hope and pray that those people under those bombs and elsewhere in Sudan and likewise, who will be clinging on to hope in despair, will know deep in their hearts that somehow God does have them. He holds us in his hand, and Jesus intercedes in heaven at the throne of God for you and for me. As the writer of the Hebrews says, therefore he is able to save completely Those who come to God through him. Because he always lives to intercede for them. Jesus is there at the throne of God. Speaking to God on our behalf. How wonderful is that. And the ascended Lord promises to come again in glory. To make all things new. All things that are broken and distorted now will be made new. There may be times now. When we want things to be clearer. And it is opaque and it's confusing and it's challenging and it's difficult and it's painful. We might want them to be easier or different. But following the risen Jesus means being faithful to his eternal plans for us. And listening faithfully for the winds of the Spirit to guide us and lead us. And for us to live our lives in the power of that Spirit. So we have firstly in this ended Jesus Christ a demonstration again of the power of God. Secondly, we have the promise of the Holy Spirit. In verse 49, Jesus says that he will send us what the Father has promised, that his followers will be clothed with power from on high. The power that Jesus is given in the ascension is, is shared with us through the promised Holy Spirit. So that you and I can also do what Jesus did while he was on earth. Is that not amazing? We are given the same power of the Holy Spirit that Jesus had and has. And the mission of God is continued through us. And whatever else happens around us that is confusing, we are following Jesus Christ And the church is Christ's church. Not people's church, it is Christ's church. And the mission of God is continued through us by the power and presence of God's Holy Spirit. You and I both as individuals and much more so as Christ's church on earth. Make a difference in the world with the help of the Holy Spirit. It is absolutely mind-blowing that we are called to do what Jesus did. We are called to proclaim the good news to the poor, to heal the sick, to give food to the hungry, drink to the thirsty, to welcome the stranger, care for the sick, visit those in prison, to give generously out of our poverty rather than out of our plenty, to invite those on the margins, to fight oppression and evil, to work for justice and peace, to seek reconciliation by the power and presence of God's Holy Spirit. After this service we have our APCM and uh, uh, please do stay for coffee afterwards whether you are staying for our annual meeting or not. There will be a time uh, to chat together before that um, and, um, and, so, and then we will come back upstairs to have our APCM and in our annual meeting, our APCM, we, we, we focus on what had happened in our, our last year. We give thanks for that um, as we then also look forward uh, to the um, new year. And Sir Matt's had a hugely encouraging last year. Um, When I look back at post-pandemic, March, April last year, it was a real struggle. And how things have changed for us during a year um, of um, real engagement, relationship building, um, and well, all sorts of stuff. God has been very, very good. And uh, we can look back and give thanks for his faithfulness to us. And part of that faithfulness to us has meant us pushing the door on being more relevant in our service to our community in offering a warm space a welcome space uh, this winter during the cost of living crisis in engaging more in our city with all the church networks who are supporting the desperate needs of refugees who are fleeing for their lives from countries or whatever it might be uh, where there's oppression um, and coming to our city a city of sanctuary And on my heart, and I know on a lot of your heart, those at St Matthew's, is a heart to do more as Christians to serve those in real need in our city, to work for justice and of peace. And I hope and pray we shall hear and engage with more of that in the coming year, as we've taken those first big steps recently, again, freshly, that that will be a real sense of momentum behind that, spirit-filled momentum in terms of our service to our community. Uh, locally and in our city. So we have um, the demonstration of God's holy power. We have the promise of the Holy Spirit through the ascension. And finally, along with promise and power, the ascension of Jesus Christ is all about the presence of Jesus with us always. Because through the ascension rather than losing Jesus because he's going off somewhere else and we don't have him with us anymore because he's, he's gone up there into some ethereal place, we haven't lost Jesus through the ascension. We've actually gained him being more present with us than he could ever be before. Because after the ascension into heaven, Jesus said that he would be always with us. Look at Scripture, I and I will always be with you until the end of the age. Jesus will always be with us. Through the presence of God's Holy Spirit coming into our lives, he would be present in a new way, individually for you and me, and also for us corporately as the Church of Christ. Corrie ten Boom, a survivor from the horrors of Ravensburg concentration camp during the war, described it this way. She said, trying to do the Lord's work in your own strength is the most confusing, exhausting and tedious of all work. But when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, then the ministry of the Holy Spirit just flows out of you. And walking humbly with God, doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly with our God means precisely that. If we try and walk on our own as Christians, do you know it won't just be hard, it actually won't really work. It won't actually work for the kingdom. But when we walk with the Holy Spirit of God, our hearts and our lives opened up and trusting in the empowering of the Holy Spirit, it will happen because of the grace of God, because it is the presence of God. Ministry without God. Tedious, exhausting, confusing. But when it's with God and the Holy Spirit, it just flows out of you. The ascension of Jesus may look as if he is leaving his friends and you and me, but the reality is the complete opposite. The ascension of Jesus and the coming of the Holy Spirit means that our risen Lord Jesus Christ and Saviour can be with us, can be with you always. The ascension of Jesus makes all the difference. <coughs> Excuse me. Ernest Hemingway, the writer, said, Ascensions into heaven are like falling leaves, sad and happy all at the same time. Going away isn't really sad, especially when you're going, it enables a new kind of presence to be born. So may the miracle of the ascension, the power of God, the promise of God's Holy Spirit, and the presence of Jesus with us always to the very end of age, bring joy and confidence, and inspiration to our hearts. As we at St Matthews, or wherever you come from today, look ahead into all that God has in store for our future. Amen.